It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. 2.21 in the KSL newsroom. We're in the final hour of today's episode of the program. Well, what number episode is this? I haven't shared that number in a while. Uh, 193. Episode number 193, meaning next week we're going to hit 200. That's pretty good. Uh, all right. So I have to talk to you about something that took place last night. There was uh, a press briefing. Uh, President Trump took to the microphone. He answered a number of questions. It was it was last night. You may have caught this little news alert where uh, in the midst of questioning, in the midst of his time back and forth with reporters, he uh, he quite literally said, I have an important phone call to take. I got to go. The, the, the verbiage may have been a little bit different, but he uh, departed the microphone, uh, said he had to take a phone call, said he'd be back. Uh, fascinating. I don't know what the call was. I still don't know. Uh, I was Googling around trying to figure it out this morning. I don't know. Uh, if I miss something, 57500, that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, fill me in on that one if I missed what that all-important phone call was. <clears throat> anyway, during during the uh, time with the media yesterday from the uh, Brady Press Room. Uh, can I give you some trivia? I'm reading the Sarah Huckabee Sanders book right now. Uh, it's fascinating. And in it, she includes <clears throat> a, a really interesting little detail. You know how you often hear the media that follows the president? Uh, you hear them referred to as the press pool? Well, the reason the word pool is used there in conjunction with press, the, the press pool, is that the Brady Press Room, where you see most days, uh, like Kelly McEnany speaking, and last night it was Trump there himself, uh, where, where the press often ask their questions, uh, that, that room right there quite literally sits atop where the pool, the White House swimming pool, uh, used to exist. Uh, that's no more, and now the, the press room sits atop that, and those uh, who participate in daily White House coverage are known, uh, known as the, uh, the press pool. Kind of an interesting little bit of trivia there. And the book's pretty good, too. The, the book's pretty good, too. The, the, the chapter I just finished reading uh, deals with, and I'm sorry, this is an incredible tangent, but uh, it's interesting, at least in my humble opinion, it was Christmas Eve uh, 2018, no, I'm sorry, Christmas Day 2018, and all of the president's staff are at home with their families, and then all of a sudden, in the late evening, they get uh, a phone call. And it is uh, you need to report to uh, Andrews Air Force Base immediately and be ready to be away for about 24 hours. And so, uh, you know, they don't know what's going on. And so they everyone gets in their cars. They drive as fast as they can to Andrews uh, Air Force Base and they arrive. And for the first time, the staff who is very accustomed to traveling on Air Force One, they encounter uh, Air Force One in the hangar which many of them had never seen before. The the plane is often out on the tarmac uh, when the president is traveling, and his travel is, you know, we, we know every, whenever he flies away, uh, we hear him giving comedy. He's probably done so two or three times today uh, as he boards or disembarks the Marine One, the helicopter there uh, on the lawn of the White House. The, the president's travel is very well known, but on this night, it appeared that every 
every precaution was being taken uh, to keep quiet uh, what was happening this night, to include uh, leaving Air Force One in the hangar, then loading it up, uh, taking it out, lights off, uh, and up into the sky. Well, what was happening was the president uh, and the first lady were, uh, on Christmas Day, they were uh, taking a surprise flight to visit uh, troops fighting overseas. Uh, They landed. The president uh, shared some remarks uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, once they landed, uh, finally able to alert the press that the, the president had done this. But uh, looking into uh, like the, the details of, uh, of a trip like that, of a departure from the routine, was a- absolutely fascinating. Uh, so there's my, uh, there's my little plug for at least the, the first chapter of Sarah Huckabee Sanders' book. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Sorry. Total tangent. Let's get back to the press pool. Uh, in the Brady press briefing room, Yesterday evening, the president was asked, um, he was asked uh, specifically, would he commit to a peaceful transition of power uh, should he lose the election? Let's start with the president's response. Here is uh, last night what President Trump had to say. We're going to have to see what happens. You know that I've been complaining very strongly about the ballots and the ballots are a disaster. I and, understand that, but and, people are rioting. Do you commit oh, to making sure that there's a no, peaceful wanna, transfer of power? We want to have get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very trans. We'll have a very peaceful. There won't be a transfer, frankly. There'll be a continuation. Uh, the ballots are out of control. You know it, and you know who knows it better okay. than anybody else. The Democrats know it better than anybody else. All right. So there were some things said there, and then there were some things that were not said there. All right. And before we get too far down this road, and we only have about four minutes to cover this, and I'm sorry for that. I went down the Sarah Huckabee Sanders tangent. But there is an important thing to remember here, and it is that the transfer of power, as spelled out uh, in statute here in the United States, is time-tested, and it has stood the test of time. It is greater and more powerful than President Trump. And so anyone uh, who tunes into like 24-hour cable news or something right now and you see them repeating ad nauseum the president's refusal to commit to a peaceful transition of power, uh, just know that they're trying to get your emotions stirred up unnecessarily. It's essentially the equivalent of clickbait, all right? Uh, Because, well, one, the transition of power is larger than the president himself. And number two... The president didn't exactly say that he would refuse a transition of power. He, in classic Trump mode, uh, he uh, dodged the question and answered or responded to a question that wasn't asked. Right. That happens all the time. We should be uh, aware of that. You know, I'm not applauding it or saying that that's the ideal way to communicate if you're president of the United States. But I I think oftentimes we end up putting words in his mouth uh, that he hasn't said. All right. So with that said, uh, in my view, it's not uh, that big of a deal. Well, that's that sounds like I'm under my I don't know. It is a big deal uh, to it is a big deal. The transition of power. But uh, I last night did not hear President Trump refusing to commit to a peaceful uh, transfer of power. What have some said? Well, Senator Mitt Romney, Utah's senator, uh, he weighed in. Now, as I read this, Note that he doesn't mention the president by name, and, and Senator Romney has done this a few times, where he will uh, he will share uh, comments that are very clearly uh, relevant to a certain Trump-related issue, uh, but doesn't use the president's 
uh, name. I think that's kind of classy. Senator Romney tweeted last night, uh, fundamental to democracy is the peaceful transition of power. Without that, there is Belarus. Any suggestion that a president might not respect this constitutional guarantee is both unthinkable and unacceptable. Now, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell this morning took to Twitter himself and had this to say. He said the winner of the November 3rd election will be inaugurated on January 20th. There will be an orderly transition just as there has been every four years since 1972. Since 1972. Time is tight. Let's see what the most recent word from the White House is. ABC News Chief White House Correspondent Jonathan Carl uh, was at the White House today and asked uh, White House Press Secretary Kelly McEnany uh, to clarify or to explain the president's comments. Here's Kelly. Will this president assure us that there will be a peaceful transfer of power? It's a very simple question. The, the, the president, since, uh, the president will exe- accept the results of a free and fair election. Uh, but I think that your question is more fitting to be asked of Democrats who have already been on the record saying they won't accept the results of an election. The president will accept the results of a free and fair election. That's all you can ask. And that is what will happen. And there will be a peaceful transfer of power should President Trump not be reelected. It's as simple as that. Quick break. When we return, we'll be speaking with Jason Jason Perry, chairman of the Campus Debate Steering Committee, which is in charge of the vice presidential debate, which is coming to Utah in just a few short weeks' time. We will hear play host to Vice President Mike Pence as he takes to the stage to to debate Kamala Harris. Jason Perry, my guest next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.